You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Ben Kruger, and he's the founder and CEO of Cashflow Podcasting, where they help industry advocates reach more people, change more lives, and move entire industries forward. Having collaborated with hundreds of podcasts since 2012, they've developed eight podcast principles that, when applied, lead to highly effective business podcasts. Built on these principles, They've developed a proven system for leaders to host their own world-class podcast in a fraction of the time. And he's here today to share with us all of his experience in the last eight years, which in podcasting is like a lifetime. So welcome to the show, Ben. Thank you for being here. Excited to be here. Excited to be here. Yeah. And I know, you know, before we started connecting, we were talking a little bit about stats, which is pretty exciting. And there are some really interesting ones in podcasting right now. You know, we were talking through. Yeah, yeah. Before we spill the popcorn in the lobby here, before we do that, I like that's okay. Before we do that, give us a little bit of insight into you. Let's talk about you a little bit. Why podcasting? I mean, first of all, you've been doing podcasting and involved in podcasting since 2012. And just to put it in context for everybody, that's a really long time ago in podcast terms, right? That's eight years ago in podcast terms, right? So, why did you choose podcasting? Yeah. So at the time, I kind of stumbled into it, to be honest. I was an avid listener myself, as many of us podcasters are when we're getting into it initially. And I was listening to a podcast about building location-independent businesses. Tropical MBA is the name of the podcast. And I ended up getting an internship with the gentleman that runs that show. And in a conversation over beers during the internship, they were talking about how much work the podcast was for post-production. And so we ended up making a handshake deal where I would take over their post-production, which in and of itself was pretty great. And I liked the process, really enjoyed doing that. They started referring folks my way. But when we've had the first individual come to us and say, hey, I want to start a podcast. I know my subject. I want help with the strategy. I want to be able to just show up and be the host. And I want all the tech handled for me. I want, you know, essentially a team member to help me out, figure this podcasting thing out. That's when the light bulb really went off for me. And in crafting that process with him, that's when I got really excited about seeing how podcasting works as a business tool, as a business channel and a communication channel. And that's where it got really exciting. So that's what we've been building on ever since. So the two primary things that you provide as a service are you do what? You do post podcast editing and all that sort of stuff. And then you also do the done for you service where people show up and basically 
you know, you do everything else, right? You arrange everything. Yeah. Everything's all good to go. They hit record and boom, they just record their episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. They show up with their expertise and their idea and vision for what they want to do and kind of their ideas around podcasting. And we help craft that into, you know, an industry leading podcast so they can just be the host. They can share their expertise. They can interview and connect with others. And we are the podcast post-production department for hire. Got it. Perfect. Well, listen, today, just so you guys know, we're here to talk about and answer a question. Should you, as a business person, right, as an advocate, as a thought leader, as a business owner, wherever you want to classify yourself, should you start a podcast in 2020, right? So that's the topic that we're going to talk about today. And Ben's obviously an excellent guest to address that because he's been heavily involved and has worked with a lot of different podcasts a lot of different business owners and a lot of different industries. So we're going to tap into that. But before we do that, let me ask you just a couple of questions about your business is called Cashflow Podcasting, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, great. So Cashflow Podcasting, you started that back in 2012? Back in 2012 with that first editing client and got to be an active part in that community of laptop lifestyle type entrepreneurs. And that, that was kind of our kickoff point. Gotcha. And so give us a sense of the scale of your business, whether it be, you know, six figures, seven figures, number of staff, percentage growth. Give us something that the audience can kind of sink their teeth into to get a sense of the size and scope of your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are in the mid to high six figures and our team, it's slowly expanding, but we're at 12 right now and we like to keep it tight. We like to work with a few key clients at a time so that we can really pour our heart and souls into what they're doing and support their message. So it's both a way that we can deliver better on what we do, and it's a little bit of a lifestyle choice in the fact that it's just a little bit more fun for me to have that flexibility and be able to, you know, pop off on a Friday and go play some volleyball. So <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. part of it for sure. Can you give us a sense as to maybe some of the clients you've worked with in the past or maybe some of your more prominent clients now? Again, I don't know, you know what you're able to disclose, what you are or you aren't. Just share what you are. Of course. Yeah. We've got a couple that are really great and fun to talk about. So Michael Kitzes is one of our cornerstone clients who is a very well-known leader in the financial advisory space. So they've got a brand all around teaching financial advisors how to go out on their own and start their own financial practices and advisory businesses. So that's a great show that we've been working on for a long time. Andrew Udarian, who runs E-Commerce Fuel, which is a podcast all around building excellent e-commerce companies. And that's a more premium show where they have a vetted community for six and seven figure e-commerce business owners. So, you know, that's not a, it's not a space for beginners. It's a space where experienced e-commerce owners can help each other do better and serve better. So those are some examples off the top of my head. And we also, you know, serve down into some very specific niche verticals like Katrina Ubell, who runs the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast, which is incredibly specific, but she helps women physicians finally actually lose weight by changing their relationship with their body and with their food. So you know, what it comes down to is these are all individuals who consider themselves advocates and supporters of their network, of their clients and community, and of their industry. Love it. Perfect. So there's a diverse range. And what I want people to take from that, and the reason why I think that's an important question, 
is that podcasting, even though you're listening to a business podcast, growth experts, right? We focus in on growth strategies, tactics, tools. Sometimes you're hearing things about sales. Sometimes you're hearing things about marketing. Sometimes you're hearing things about leadership and lead gen and, and a whole range of business topics. You know, podcasting covers pretty much every possible niche you can imagine, right? It's much like blogging, right? In that respect that every niche is probably covered in some way, shape or form. So don't think that you need to be pigeonholed into just a business podcast. You know, it, it really depends if you've got an interesting niche, there's probably someone who wants to listen to it. So, all right, so listen, let's peel the onion back a little bit further on you. Here's an interesting question, just because of your past and your business. If you could pick any business superpower, something that you don't currently have, a business superpower that you don't currently have, something maybe you've admired from afar, someone that you've seen who has this amazing business skill set, what would it be? Ooh. I think hands down, and this is something that's been on my brain a lot recently, I would adopt the super connector skill set. Jason Gennard is an incredible example of this. He started Mastermind Talks where like, his whole thing is just bring together brilliant people and be the facilitator of these events, of these communities. So that is something that I'm a natural creator. I'm an ideas person. I'm a brainstormer, but I am not what I would consider a promoter or a networker or a connector, you know, as a natural introvert. So I think that if I could adopt a single skill set that just like popped into existence, I think that'd be it. Love it. Super connector is definitely a superpower, right? You know, I think you and I are in some ways similar in that respect. I'm not an extrovert. I'm not that guy that goes to networking events you know, I mean, I know a lot of people, I've met a lot of people, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and, and I've gotten better at it over the last decade, but probably the early part of my career, I definitely think that that would have helped me a lot. And I think, I think you're spot on with that. Okay, so let's dive into the topic at hand, right? Let's get at this. Today, we're going to talk about should you, who's listening to this podcast, everybody who's listening to this podcast right now, should you start a podcast in 2020? So there's a few questions you need to answer for yourself, right? And there's some things you need to know about where podcasting is today. So Ben's going to kind of break that down for us. Take it away. Yeah. So there's some exciting things here with where podcasting is as a medium, as a channel, as the adoption of who listens to podcasts, who creates podcasts. So you know, nearly a quarter of Americans currently listen to podcasts on a weekly basis. So not just you know once a year, not once a month like 25% of Americans are listening to podcasts on a weekly basis. And this is up from last year, which is up from the previous year, which is up from the previous year. So we've been showing this trend over the past about eight years, where every year podcast listenership is growing. And not only that, those listeners are more engaged and listen to more episodes on an ongoing basis. Now, one of the fun things here as well is 45% of podcast listeners earn over 250K a year. So these are affluent individuals that are, and the mindset of most podcast listeners is a growth mindset. They're for continued education. They're there for entertainment and connection. But one of the fun things, and we were talking about this because this immediately pops into a lot of folks' minds is, is the opportunity gone? Is, are there so many podcasts that why bother at this point? And what's interesting is you can compare podcasting as a medium, as a channel to some of the other communication channels like 
websites and, and blogs. There's 1.7 billion websites on the internet that are active right now. At the moment, there's 850,000 active podcasts. Now that's a lot of podcasts, but that definitely shows that there is some expansion room there. And the way that the industry is going, general podcasts, a lot of the general topics have already been taken up. But just because there's a show on your topic doesn't mean that you can't have your own show. But at the same time, the more specific you are with who your audience is, who your niche is, who your vertical is, that's where the real opportunity and gold is. So I'm, I'm really excited to kind of dive into this stuff. Yeah. So those are some really interesting stats. The one that, that really jumps out at me, and just from a personal perspective, right? I started this podcast a little over two years ago. I launched it in January of 2018. I myself sat on the idea for probably two or three years before I actually launched it, which was foolish. But of in course, that time, everybody does it. <laughs> yeah, everybody does it. Just like the listeners here on the podcast today, a lot of them have asked themselves, should I be starting a podcast? And my answer is yes. And I can tell you that that stat of 850,000 active podcasts to 1.7 billion active websites, just imagine if you were one of the early blogs in your niche back in 2003, five. 10, right? Just imagine if you were one of the early blogs and websites that got established and built a following in your niche back then and the benefits that you could see today from consistently creating content that resonates with that target market. So that's where I believe we are today, right? And I think, you know, when you look at that stat of 25% of the US, you know, population listens to a podcast on a weekly basis. I mean, think about that. That's I mean, I don't know what the population in the United States is, but I, I think it's got to be what, around 300 million, right? As a total, right? 300 million people in the United States. That means over, that means close to 100,000 people, very close to 100,000 people every week are listening to, or 100 million people, I apologize. Yeah, 300 million, 300 million people in the US, that means 100 million people or close to it are listening to podcasts on a weekly basis, whether that be when they're working out, whether that be while they're in their car, whether that be while they're jogging or whatever they're doing, right? Or just taking a walk around the block. I know that's when I listen to mine. So I'm a strong believer that if you have a good message and you have, you know, the, some of the things we're going to talk about today, which I don't want to, again, I don't want to spill the popcorn in the lobby. I think that you starting a podcast could be a fantastic decision. And for me personally, it was probably one of the smartest business and marketing decisions I've ever made in a 25-year career as a business owner. So that's how strongly I feel about it. So let's break down some questions or some concepts or ideas that the audience can think about and maybe chew on here to determine if podcasting is right for them. Yeah. And what I like there that you touched on is a lot of these listeners, they can do it while they're driving to work, while they're walking the dog, while they're washing dishes, while they're cleaning the house. One of the beautiful differences between podcasts and some of the other mediums like video, like email, like blogs, people don't have to give you 100% of their attention to connect with you and consume your content. They can bake you into their normal routine. So that way they can actually, you know, if they're on the train to work or if they're whatever, they can really go deep by building that connection while they're actually doing other things. So they don't have to set aside the time to listen to your podcast, which is a huge, huge advantage in terms of creating content that people will actually consume. So when it comes to the factors, you know, 
what makes the difference between somebody who has a huge opportunity with podcasting and somebody where podcasting may not be the right vehicle for them? Because, you know, as we're talking about, podcasting is one communication channel. Doesn't mean that it's, you know, it has strengths and weaknesses just like any of the other communication channels. So what we have found over and over and over again, the natural strength of podcasting allows you to be an educator, an advocator, and a leader in a space where you are personally excited about, interested in, and committed to the growth and support of your clients, of your prospects, of your audience and your following, and of that industry as a whole. And so when you go into it with that mindset versus, I want to cut a bigger slice of the pie for myself solely, that is where that personality shines through and that authenticity shines through. So you can essentially be that person who is an advocate in growing the entire pie for everybody as opposed to cutting out a chunk for yourself. So I think mindset and the approach that you take is one huge indicator of whether or not podcasting is going to be a great vehicle for you. And there's a couple others, but that's one that I've seen and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, let's touch on that for a second because it's really interesting. I think you, you, know, you read my mind here or maybe you know, we've had a, met each other previous to me starting the podcast <laughs> because ultimately for me, I didn't start this as a tool to make money. I didn't start this as a way to sell advertising. I didn't start this as a way to sell my product. I didn't start this as a way to generate sales. That was not the primary driver. You know, most of my audience knows I sold my last business in 2016. And one of the dumbest things I did is I didn't have a plan for what I was going to do next. And I realized that I was still very entrepreneur, you know, you know focused on entrepreneurship. I was going to continue growing businesses, starting and growing businesses. And prior to that, I was involved in different groups where I had conversations with a lot of people that are, were really building really cool businesses. So the podcast just became one of those things where it became an extension of that where I could meet really cool people like you and like everybody else that are building great businesses and are focused in and around growth, marketing, and sales because that's really my mindset, right, as it relates to business. So I think that was spot on. I mean, I didn't do it, again, as a way to try to become rich, right? I mean, if that's your focal point and you think that you're going to start a podcast and you're going to start generating tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, in sponsor revenue, right? Or in revenue of any way, shape, or form, that probably is only going to happen for a fairly small percentage. But if you're willing to commit to it long term, you can build an incredible brand, an incredible channel for distribution, and develop some amazing relationships if you decide to do an interview-based podcast like this. So so yeah, that's a little bit of feedback for me. And again, this is, you know, we're going on, I think we're a little over two or two and a half years into this by the time you're listening to this podcast. So so I think that's perfect. What else? What else, Ben? Yeah. So uh, one of the other pieces is, and this this goes for business podcasts particularly. You know, if you want to do a hobby podcast, that's a whole other thing. There's there's all sorts of different strategies going on there. But what we've found around business podcasts is there's it's a great channel at the right time and for the right type of business. So what we've seen in terms of the types of businesses that stand the most to gain from podcasting are businesses that are advice and coaching based in some sense of the word. So if you are, even if it's a service, a SaaS, you know, whatever, but if the fundamentals is 
you help teach people and help people understand something so that they can grow and improve and do better at that thing, then podcasting as a medium is a great, great way to communicate with them. And the reason for this is because when anybody is trying to build and develop in a particular direction, it's a journey. It's a process. They run into pitfalls. They run into issues and they run into self-doubt and they need direction. They need coaching. They need guidance. They need support and help along the way. So if your podcast can be that thing that is part of their regular routine, that's part of something they consistently tap into to get advice, to hear what's going on in the industry, to hear stories from people on the front lines, that's going to be huge. Now, if your, if your business is something that people get once, have it handled, and then move on, and it's not a personal interest, it's not going to be a great topic for your, you know, you don't, you, you go to the dentist when you have something wrong with your teeth or you need a cleaning. But anybody listening to this who, who isn't all about the dental industry is not going to care at all about a podcast about dentistry. So that's like a great example where you have no interest in a dental, dental health podcast beyond like, okay, I'll go to the dentist and they'll clean my teeth and on I go. But you might be very interested in leading an optimally healthy lifestyle. So you may have a very interest, a very focused interest on maybe it's longevity health. Maybe it is marathon and endurance health. So there's kind of these verticals to where people want to grow in a certain direction. And if your brand and if your products and services and offers and how you work with and help people aligns naturally with that, then podcasting can be a super powerful medium for you. Yeah. And the other thing about it is that, you know, and this is something that, you know, I get questions from people about all the time. And that is, you know, why didn't you start a LinkedIn and social selling podcast, Dennis? That's a big part of your consulting and courses in your business. That's what you do now. How come you didn't start a LinkedIn and social selling? Well, the reason why I didn't, and it kind of goes back to what Ben's saying here, is that number one, it's pretty, it's, it's a little too narrow for me because my vision was to grow beyond that, right? And to start offering products and services and, and other things outside of that. But also my interests were more than just in that one little hole. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to stay passionate enough about that one small lane. So I expanded it into growth, which obviously allows social selling and LinkedIn and social media to fit into that. But in order to keep the listeners and in order to keep myself excited, I had to talk about something that, was, that resonated with me. So let me talk about this. This was something that's interesting. I find, you know, I tell everybody that podcasting was one of the best decisions I made. And once I picked up the mic and started having conversations with people like you, it was just like, I never considered myself a radio host or someone that would ever be on the radio. <laughs> but it was like a duck to water. And the reason why is because I've always struggled with sitting down to write long form content. I can write. I've written hundreds of articles. I've written thousands of pages of text and digital over my career, but it's always like sitting down and writing a homework assignment. I feel like I'm back in 10th yep. grade and I'm writing a book report. And those always suck because I hated the books. Most times I probably didn't even read the damn book. And so ultimately I'm trying to I'm trying to force something. Let's talk a little bit about that. I think that for me, podcasting was the right medium because it allowed me, my personality works well in that lane, in that medium. But for some people, it might be video. For some people, it might be writing. For some totally. people, it may be a different medium. Can you talk to that a little bit? 100%. And I think this is a great point because 
podcasting works very well for folks, you know, just like you were talking about, each kind of medium has its natural strengths and different personalities will shine through depending on what that looks like. So what we've seen with podcasting, the personalities that work really well with podcasting, and a lot of people will think, oh, I have to be a great talker. Not true. What it is, is you have to be curious about the core topic, the big picture vision, the, you know, you have to have a curiosity to want to dive in deep around uh, topics to help your audience understand just as much as you want to personally understand. So, and I find what you shared as well with there's folks that are naturally, you know, you can sit down and you can bang out a, you know, blog post or an email. And there's others like you and me where I just stare at my screen with that blank page with the little blinking cursor and I can't, you know, it just drives me nuts. And that's the thing that is always at the bottom of my to-do list. It never ends up happening because it just, it's very draining and, and energetically draining. Whereas having connecting conversations with folks like you is very, very, it like naturally aligns. And at the same time, I'm an introvert. So it's not because I'm extroverted. I think it's, it's one of those, it's A, in, a passion, in an area that I'm passionate and I get excited about, and B, it's with somebody to where like we can discover a little bit about each other through this conversation. We can dive into the topic and it's a shared topic, it's a shared interest, and we can explore that. So I think the, the key personality traits here is curiosity and a very pointed passion in your direction. And I love how you shared how, you know, you wouldn't be able to likely stay passionate about LinkedIn, you know, social selling specifically. So you made the podcast about an area and a topic that would keep you interested for a really long time. Because I can definitely say if you start a podcast into a space that you don't feel like you would be personally interested in for a long time, your listenership is going to reflect that precisely. Yeah, 100%. And just a couple of other things, and you could chime in on, and then we're going to ask a couple final questions and we'll wrap it up. But that's this. Number one, you can do an interview-based podcast or you can do a solo version of the podcast. It doesn't always have to be interviews. I like interviews because I have a tendency to feed off the guests, but I also do solo episodes. You can also do longer form. I listened to the Joe Rogan experience. His are two or three hours long. He's the only person in the world that can make me listen for that long the only person in the world that can make me listen, including close family members. And my wife will attest to that. (laughs) And so, but you can also do short form content. I mean, there are podcasts that I listen to that are five minutes long, but they do a daily five minute podcast. And what they're doing is, is talking about topics or something, asking questions or making me think or giving me ideas. And so podcasts can come in all different shapes and sizes. And so anything you want to add on that? And then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly in that the, a lot of people think if I start a podcast, it has to be a 35 to 45 minute interview podcast because that's what everybody, you know, that's the like template. But, and yes, that can work great for some, but know that podcasts, podcasting as a medium is super malleable. And just because you want to do something that is different Actually, it means that it's probably going to work even better because there's not a whole lot of competition doing those different show formats. So if you do super long formatted shows, like Michael Kitts is the gentleman that I mentioned as an 
educator in the financial advisory space. Most of his episodes are an hour and a half to two and a half hours long. And it drives me batty because I am not a financial advisor. I don't, you know, I cannot listen to that for that long. However, his whole thing is helping financial advisors leave the broker dealer groups or, you know, whatever firms they're a part of and start their own thing. And that is something that he draws that story out of individuals and talks through their biggest challenges, their biggest you know, opportunities, the things that really took them by surprise. And that journey is so enticing and interesting for financial advisors who have the interest in going out on their own. So it's part knowing your personality, part knowing your audience, and putting something together that you're excited about and that's fun and matches your personality and the personality of your brand. So I am a big fan of tailoring a podcast format to be exciting to you and exciting to what you're doing. Love it. Well, listen, as you guys can sense, we're really just kind of having some off the cuff type of conversations and topics that are important to us. I mean, Ben's been involved in podcasting for eight years. I've personally had this podcast for a couple of years. I've met, if not a hundred or more podcasters myself, and we've had these conversations. So these are just interesting topics and questions and thoughts for you as you evaluate if podcasting is right for you. Let's just answer two questions rapid fire before we go, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Number one is, what's your favorite growth tool or software or app? Something that you use, some software or app that you use to help grow your business. What's the one that comes to mind first? Ooh, I'm a big Asana fan. So, you know, project management is my jam and, and Asana is my go-to. Love it. Me too. That's my, that's my uh, project management tool as well. So, and second question would be, what would be a book that you would recommend to the audience? Maybe something that you've read or you think would help them along in their journey? Ooh, yeah. Uh, this is actually something I read recently and I'm, I'm bummed that it took me this long to find it, but it's called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg, I think is his name, but such a great book. And it's a short parable style book that talks about the different mentality from quote unquote, go getting to quote unquote, go giving. And I, I will leave it at that. But I love, love, love that mindset. Love it. Perfect. Well, listen, Ben, let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about Cashflow Podcasting, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, you can find me over at cashflowpodcasting.com. And we put together a lot of our free resources, uh, as well as our podcast principles book over at thepodcastprinciples.com. That is where you can connect with me personally. And I am happy to connect with folks, help them evaluate their podcast idea and really get a sense for, is this the right medium for me or should I invest my time, money and effort elsewhere? Love it. Listen, I'll make sure I put that link in the show notes. Really appreciate you being here. Have an awesome day and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Beautiful. Thank you, Dennis. This is great. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.